We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to Kits and Wagers. We're talking game week 32 in the Premier League. I am back home. I'm no longer in Mexico. Chris has fixed up his office. Chris, welcome into the show. We got, there's no kit, but we have scarves and wagers today. Yeah, dealing with, um, I got a, uh, a friend visiting and as you, as per usual on this podcast, we are podcasting in the early a.m. for myself. It's a little after eight o'clock, but uh, nonetheless, let, let him get a little extra shut eye. My closet actually is in the spare bedroom, so didn't, you know, want to make sure that he gets the proper amount of sleep and, uh, you know, figuring, you know, I got, I did spend the last weekend kind of fixing up my office um, and I got some scarves up here and then, of course, uh, Q-Tip and Fife Dog in the background. Um, so, yeah, we got, uh, I got the Ballard FC scarf and then Ford Madison FC scarf. If you're watching on YouTube, you can peep game. Um, but, uh, and then I got the USA scarf. <clears throat> so, looking to add to it, I think, uh, I think a Sounder scarf is, is uh, next up on the list here. So yeah, the uh, our summer podcast will just be going down the uh, tribe called Quest uh, discography kind of a thing. Uh, so we'll be doing that for a couple months over the summer. But for now, we're just, we're just uh, talking soccer. We're gonna uh, do I got... player comparisons. <laughs> player comparisons to uh, which yeah. song? Like, can I kick it? That's got obviously Pele. <laughs> There you go. Uh, yeah, I got South Africa on. I believe I've worn this before. I thought I thought I had a, a Mexican team hidden in my closet somewhere, but I couldn't find it this morning. Uh, I, you know, I didn't buy anything down in Mexico. It was, you know, just one of those deals where, like, if you're walking downtown, you got all these people coming at you trying to sell stuff, and I just couldn't uh, – I just couldn't deal with that really. So I, you know, I just walk by, ignore them. No, no grassy is kind of a thing. So it's a miss. That sounds like a missed opportunity. Yeah, it probably was, but it was either that or, you know, have like a, a five minute conversation with some guy trying to sell me a bunch of other stuff that I didn't want. So I, I, I decided I didn't want that conversation. <laughs> you're haggling over like 10 pesos or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Like 10 pesos, 50 cents. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so big. We have the Manchester City Liverpool match this weekend, and we will get to that. But we're going to be talking other stuff. You can see on the screen here, rotowire.com, sports betting page. 
Uh, we got the Friday matchup, Newcastle home against Wolverhampton. We're not talking about that. It's Friday, but you have any thoughts on that one? Uh, Eddie Howe had his press conference this morning, and uh, he had a quote of, like, Newcastle haven't lost at home this season or something like that. But then I, I did some digging, and it turns out it was just Newcastle haven't lost at home under Eddie Howe. Uh, they have many losses at home under yes. under uh, Rafa Benitez there. So, uh, sorry, Steve Bruce. Uh, let me get that correct. I'm getting Rafa the Benitez, all these managers. Yeah, all these managers are are mixing up here in my head, but yeah, as they I, do at this time <laughs> point in the year, you know, we're each some teams are on to are almost on to their third Everton, um, and uh, you know, there's a lot of managers going around. So, you know, honest mistake, Adam. <laughs> yeah. So, do you like either side of the Newcastle what Wolverhampton there? I know you picked uh, Wolverhampton I mean, last week, so yeah, last week we went between the two best bets. And I said it was either Wolverhampton, like, plus 200 at home against Aston Villa, which I thought was absurd. Um, and I gave that one or the Leicester City double chance. And you picked Leicester City, which they both had. So we all win. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Wolverhampton, I guess this is – they're going to Newcastle. So mm-hmm. a little bit different. But, I mean, Wolves are just so much more organized. Uh, plus 250. So – yeah, I think I, I'd still opt for Wolves here. I mean, like, really outside chance at any European football season or football next season. And I think they're still pushing for it. They are going to get – are they getting uh, any players back? I mean, Jimenez is still – and Neves are still out. Yeah. Suspended and out. So, pretty much pretty close to the same team they played last weekend. But, uh, yeah, Tottenham really just dismantled Newcastle. That was a complete performance from them. I, I think I'd rather go Wolves here – especially plus 250 against Newcastle. Before betting that match, I will point out uh, Newcastle have had four straight away matches. So I think that's that's kind of relevant. They haven't played at home in a month. So, I mean, that I think that second half got away from them uh, against Tottenham, you know, 5-1. So, you know, that's their fourth road game in a, in a row. I, I'd consider that before betting that one. But uh, the, ne- the first match we're actually going to dive into uh, – Aston Villa, you mentioned Aston Villa against against Wolves for that last weekend, but we got Aston Villa our home against Tottenham. Aston Villa plus two fifteen to win, Tottenham favored plus one twenty five. Draw is plus two fifty five, and over two and a half goals minus one twenty. Under two and a half goals minus one hundred five. You were against Villa last week. Are you against Villa again now that uh, Tottenham are coming to town? Tottenham, who are pretty much cruising through everyone, it seems like. Yeah. I'm I'm not on Villa again this week. They've dropped three straight, I believe. Tottenham have, on the other hand, I think they've won four straight. Tottenham look like they are like just a totally different team from what we saw in like December, January. Um, and so I, I think I, I really like Tottenham here. Um, the, I I would opt for the over on the over two and a half at minus one twenty. You're getting pretty decent odds over the past few matches. It's been two one. Uh, the previous matchup earlier this season was 2-1 Tottenham. Um, last season it was 2-1 Aston Villa. There was a 2-0 in there, but then it's 3-2, 3-1. So in these matchups, we've seen quite a bit of goals dating back to 2019. So at least at least over 2.5. So I think, you know, given the previous matchups and and uh, the way that Tottenham are scoring goals currently, I think that I would opt for the over 2.5 here for, at minus 120. That's probably the first place I would look instead of picking a side here. Uh, yeah. At risk of at risk of a draw, the over 
just kind of makes more sense and you're getting even money for it. I mean, I, I was going to write about this, about this match and probably take the over or uh, both teams to score. Well, I guess both teams to score is minus 160. I mean, when you look at something like that, both teams to score minus 160 over two and a half minus 120, it kind of makes sense, you know, just to go the over two and a half, but I've just had a lot of issues with Aston Villa uh, this season. It seems <laughs> They're like such a tough team to bet. Yeah, it seems like whenever I'm on them, they lose, and then you know I, I go off of them, and they went on a winning streak. Uh, <laughs> it was a month ago. They they won three straight games, and now they've lost three straight games. It just seems like I I can't get on the right side of them, so I'm kind of staying away from that. I, I kind of have a feeling that like so Lucas Dina. He left in like the 12th minute uh, last weekend. He had some kind of illness. He was returning from, I think, a calf injury, but he should be back. Um, I mean, I feel it makes sense to take the over, but for some reason it's it's just coming to me that it's just like Aston Villa are going to play a little more defensive. They're just going to try and contain things to you know not allow Tottenham, who love to get out on the counter. They're going to try and contain that. And, like, you see that 1-0 loss against Arsenal a couple weeks ago. Uh, you know, that's kind of sticking out. And, like, I wouldn't be surprised if this was, like, another kind of more of a, you know, a, a little more defensive match than what we've seen from Tottenham. Uh, like, you have these you have these huge matches uh, at home, but, like, you look at their away match, their last away match, 2-0 at Brighton. And, uh, I mean, they have a 3-2 loss against Manchester United. They got the Burnley loss in there. It, I mean – Tottenham are, even though they're having success, I feel like their results are also kind of up and down just in terms of how well they're playing defensively. And a lot of that is just because of, you know, the, their opponent. If their opponent lets them get out in the counter and have success, I think that's kind of what Steven Gerrard's going to want to limit here. So while I do like the over, I, I'm just personally, I'm staying away from this match because Aston Villa is just a pain in my butt. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I totally understand that. They have been tough to predict this season, whether it's like winning a couple games and now they're in kind of poor form. Uh, take a look at the anytime goal scorers. We've got Hungman's son is leading the pack at plus 140, and then Harry Kane at plus 150. Do either of those intrigue you uh, to for as an anytime goal scorer in this match? I mean, if you can get Harry Kane at better odds than son, like I take right. that. I know Kane didn't have a goal last week when they scored five goals, but Kane is, uh, I guess I don't know what their numbers are in the season. I, I like Kane has had a good, a really good run the last couple months. Um, let me look at this. Well, I guess son is 14 yeah, goals got, this season. Kane is yeah, 12, Kane. but I think Kane is just more. I mean, I guess they mo both have a decent amount of goals lately, but Kane has seven in maybe like the last eight matches. So you know, plus 150 for Kane, I'd probably take that route. Uh, yeah, that's that's probably what I'd do there. Yeah, there's a he's got Kane's got five goals and four assists in his past six matches, I think. Uh, just playing, you know, whether he's setting up or scoring them, he's kind of doing it all lately. He's in great form. You can find an interesting bet if you, you know, if you combine those two, you can get uh, Harry Kane and Hungman Sung to score at plus 400 odds, which is kind of intriguing, but uh. If you didn't want to select between the two, but uh, yeah, both playing pretty well. Yeah, I mean, in that situation, you're also looking for. I guess it could be like a a two nil result, so maybe maybe that's not a given that you want the uh, 
the over two and a half. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. Th- those are the guys that are going to be scoring. I know we, I think that maybe the first two last week for Tottenham were like Doherty and Emerson or something like that. Uh, yeah, two wingback goals. Yeah, so that's that's always possible. But uh, just given how Son and Kane are playing together right now with, with Kulishevsky and up there, uh, like those guys are, you can get them plus odds to score. I think that's a pretty good deal. But like I said, I'm still kind of, Still kind of wary about Aston Villa in general. Uh, so, That's right. but next match here, we got a relegation battle. We got a couple relegation battles this week. Uh, you know, when writing my article, I had some, I had some trouble just deciding on what I wanted to do. We had all these, we had some weird matchups. Like I, I considered looking at Everton against Manchester United, but I don't want to do that. Uh, like you got Watford Leeds, and you don't know how some of these teams are going to be playing. Uh, you don't like you don't know how Aston Villa is going to be playing. You don't know how like West Ham and Leicester have these today. They have these Europa League games, so we got to see those lineups before we can even make a suggestion at, at at some of these matchups. And then you throw in like the Brentford win at Chelsea last week. How, how are they going to be playing? Crystal Palace just beat Arsenal. You got all these weird things. So we're, we're just going to talk about Norwich and Burnley, which is only going to be weird. Uh, we don't know exactly what's going to happen here. Norwich plus 185 to win. Burnley plus 170 to win. Draw is plus 215. Over two and a half goals is plus 130. Under two and a half goals minus 165. So I, I, I can't touch the over under on this one. I was going to, no. I was going to say it's like, this is a given that it's going to be under because like you have these teams that kind of suck offensively, but like we just saw that Burnley match against Everton. But you look at Norwich's schedule, and it's really difficult the rest of the way. So you can't you can't assume that this is going to be offensive. Like Norwich need points; they can't just sit back and accept like a scoreless draw again, which would they, they just had against Brighton. They they need three points. Like there's there's no way around it. Dean Smith can't like take that approach. So what do you do? You think are you going with the under route, or, or what are your thoughts in this game? Uh, I mean. Minus 160 on, on under two and a half is just not a very good bet. But, yeah, I mean, I don't expect a lot of goals. Just It's it's interesting that the, that game on Wednesday between Everton and Burnley was 3-2. If you go into that, you're like, oh, I have no idea who's – I don't think there's going to be many goals there either, but there was. Um, I mean, Everton got it on two PKs. I still think, I still think there's not going to be a ton of goals here. Uh, they played in – was it? October to a nil-nil draw between Burnley and Norwich. So they, they both took points there. It was two nil before that. Their, the last like three, their last three or four games, there's been two goals. So or two or last goals. So I still think it's. I would not even touch the over or the under. It's just like it's going to be. There aren't going to be goals, but the odds are not good enough where you're going to be like, okay, let me slide in and try to find something here. Is there any value in taking a side here? Just like double chance? Do you like either one of these teams to, uh, I mean, Burnley are slight favorites, but I mean, this could go either way here. Yeah. I mean, like, I guess it'd be a draw, no bet kind of a play because the double yeah. chance, you're just not getting good enough numbers. Yeah. Double chance you're getting, yeah, you're minus 200 for both teams. So I would, you know, obviously, you're going to go go away from that, but the, the draw, no bet, hey. I mean, I lean Burnley here. They're just a better team than Norwich are. But if we're not getting any good odds, then I, you know, I'd skip it completely. Yeah, you get. I guess you get Burnley at minus one fifteen. 
which is pretty, you know, good enough to take. But uh, I, w- I would go that one over Norwich at minus 105, despite playing at home. Going back to my original point here, I just want to bring up the schedule. So Norwich, their next uh, – Maybe maybe this was even Burnley I was talking about. Maybe I'm just making this up. I thought this, this schedule was more difficult. All right, well, so Norwich, they're at Manchester United, then they're home against Newcastle, at Aston Villa, home against West Ham. Uh, then uh, their final three are against teams in the top ten. So this is by far their easiest match of the season remaining. So it's like I just kind of think that, like you look at their previous results before that Brighton game where, you know, Brighton kind of dominated possession. They kind of dominated the match, didn't score. But, I mean, in Norwich's previous matches, there were goals. So, at, at some point, you know, like Dean Smith has kind of taken a different approach. There was, uh, I mean, at least three goals in the prior six of the seven, I think that is. And then you look at Burnley, and there's been at least two goals in their last six matches. When you look at it on the surface, it's like, yeah, Norwich, Burnley, scoreless draw early the season, and these teams just can't score. But I don't know. It's something is just kind of standing out where I just can't see Norwich accepting another super defensive match. I guess the only way it happens is if, like, Norwich score early and then they sit back and it's, like, 1-0 or something. They get a 1-0 win. I just think – just both teams kind of inconsistent defensively, especially Burnley away from home and Norwich have some injuries that they're dealing with. I don't know. For some reason I'll, I don't like it, but I'll say over two and a half goals at plus one thirty. That, that's what I'll, that's what I'll go with. Say it, but doesn't like it. All right. I'm, I'm not touching it <laughs> is my, is my take. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was going to write about the under or like both teams, not the score kind of a thing, but it just doesn't make sense that Norwich are going to accept like a draw again. I, I, like, why would Dean like with the easy, his easiest match remaining on the season? Like he's probably like, if they get relegated, he's probably not going to remain the manager. I, I mean, I don't know their, their situation there, but he was brought in halfway. Maybe he stays, whatever, but it, it, I it don't seems know. Like he's in just, a, yeah. I can see him saying. Yeah, I guess when I said that, I realized like Daniel Farke uh, was there for like four years. So yeah, he got promoted and relegated, and then promoted again. Yeah, so maybe they're not like a Watford who fire three managers every year. <laughs> they're kind of opposite of that. So I guess Dean Smith is staying, but obviously he wants to stay up. So I, I guess yeah. that's why I'll leave it at that. But we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use indeed the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We got to talk about the biggest match of the weekend and maybe the biggest match of the season, at least the Premier League season. We got Manchester City home against Liverpool. Manchester City plus 105 to win, Liverpool plus 245, draw plus 270. You can get over two and a half goals at minus 145, over three and a half goals plus 170, under two and a half goals plus 120. Chris, give us your hot takes for this match because I know you have something that you want (laughs) to get out to the fans here. Yeah, man. Biggest game of the Premier League season, without a doubt. We, it's it's like set up so nicely where you know it was like they were Liverpool was off the off first place fourteen points I think as as recent as like was that January or even February so they just kind of clawed back City haven't necessarily played bad they've just dropped points in a couple of places you know they're still they're doing well in their Champions League tie um, they're still top of the table but uh, this is the uh, this is the decider here for the season. I still think even despite this game, City have a much better road to winning the Premier League. Liverpool's got a pretty, pretty big, uh, pretty tough schedule down the stretch here with, uh, I think they got Tottenham, Aston Villa, Wolverhampton to end the season. But as far as this game goes, I, you know, City playing at home, they're coming off a big, uh, big result in the Champions League. Liverpool also, you know, won, but I think, I think my hottest take here might be that Mo Salah comes off the bench in this game. He is coming off two games against in the World Cup qualifier against Senegal, where he played extensive minutes, missed the penalty. He really looked off the pace against Benfica on Tuesday. You know, some touches weren't necessarily going his way. He, he came off, I think it was with about uh, around the 70th minute. Um, this is weird you know, because Liverpool haven't necessarily had these options in the past to, to start like Luis, Luis Diaz or a Jota on the, uh, on the right or even Mane. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Salah come off the bench in this one. Um, I think it's going to be really tough for Liverpool to win this game. And if I had to opt for one bet, it would be the over. Um, and that's, that's, I think you said over three and a half goals is plus 170. Uh, these games are always like, you know, full of chalk, full of goals. Uh, earlier this season, it was 2-2. Last year, it was 4-1 and 1-1. So not a ton of goals there. But then the the two matches prior, 4-0 and 3-1. So there's been a lot of goals here. So I think the over 3.5 at plus 170 is the ticket. I will say, and this this is going to be my best bet, but there's a, there's a good Liverpool bet out there that I, that I would consider. But, I mean, other than that, I'm just excited for this game, man. We have talked about these two teams all season built up to this and now we're going to get a good a good game in a prime time spot on a Sunday morning so it doesn't get much better than that for us Mo Salah to the bench <laughs> a little bit of a hot take but we'll see well, yeah we'll see we'll see that would be uh something I mean if they lose if he doesn't start it'd be something to hang your hat on <laughs> which okay. is a funny thing to I wouldn't be salty yeah I wouldn't be salty about yeah <laughs> He didn't play like I called it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not yeah. that type of guy, but I just yeah. He he just like he like clearly could use like maybe a, a, an appearance off the bench. I don't know. I, would I be mad at him seeing him in the starting eleven? Absolutely not. But I, I still think that uh, might be more useful to like give give his legs a little bit of rest. 
Yeah, I'm kind of surprised. I do like the over two. Like, I'm kind of surprised that it's plus 170 for over three and a half because you got five of the last six basically over have been over that number. And it just seems like just the way these teams play, it's not – this isn't going to be like a Manchester City, Atletico Madrid match. Uh, just the way these teams play, like there's going to be goals. Uh, I mean, it's, it's been rare when there hasn't been goals between these teams. So, I, like if this were out, I, I would say that over three and a half, like you're getting plus 170 on it. But like you said, for in terms of Liverpool's schedule, like it's more difficult the rest of the way. And I know, like, you know, you see her on Twitter. It's like Liverpool are really in form. Like they've won, I don't know, it is 18 or last 19, something like that. But like, I, you know, I went through that, that uh, their schedule and like their best wins are against Arsenal and Inter Milan. I mean, otherwise, like, you know, they have some home wins in there filtered in like against West Ham and stuff like that. But a lot of those wins really aren't against top level competition and even then it's like arsenal have lost every good team this season so how much you putting into that win anyway but yeah so that's kind of why i'm leaning manchester city in this spot and like they're at home they didn't have to travel midweek liverpool were in benfica uh you mentioned the mosala issue i mean even like if it doesn't start i don't know that still kind of changes Maybe they're better without him, given the way he's playing, but it still kind of just changes, I don't know, like what's going through some of these guys' heads, like given how big of a role Salah has played this season. Uh, I mean, I, I do like the way Liverpool are playing, but I, I, I'm kind of coming back to like Manchester City at home and you can get them plus odds to win. So I feel like anytime they're in that situation, I'd probably take it. So that's kind of why I'm taking it, plus 105 there. Yeah, not often you get Man City at plus plus odds, so when you can, you might as well take it. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Definitely going to be a game you won't want to miss. But yeah, it's the biggest part is, like, you have a Liverpool. You mentioned it, you know, a team that's won a lot of games. I mean, I think the only game they lost in the past, like, two months has been that, that Inter Milan game where they won but advanced. So, at plus 245, you get some – pretty crazy odds for a team in that that informed i just i think you're right where city playing at home played at home midweek didn't have to travel maybe not quite as fatigued um yeah we'll, we'll see but it's gonna be it's gonna be a great game to watch all right you look at i was considering the uh the both teams to score no draw at plus 135 but like you look at some other uh, way matches for liverpool like they drew chelsea 2-2 tottenham 2-2 and matches city have had some some draws against top competition. So maybe this match will add in a draw. Like it wouldn't be surprising if it is uh, one of those two, two results kind of a thing. Uh, I mean, that just, didn't that just happen actually? Uh, yeah. It just happened earlier this season. So yeah. uh, for some reason, it seems like when a lot of these top teams play, uh, there's, there's just draws, uh, you know, they battle they, that for, I mean, that first match, it was a, it was a back and forth battle. Then I feel like nothing happened in the final 10 or, yeah, I guess De Bruyne scored in the 81st minute, and I feel like nothing really happened at the end. It was like a 2-2 draw, and both teams are kind of fine with it. But um, yeah. I can't speak for – I can't remember the City-Chelsea results, but Chelsea-Liverpool, both of those were draws too. And then in the in the League Cup final as well, a little bit okay. So, yeah, these top teams often frequently play into a draw. Yeah, would you 
so you're assuming if it is a draw, that would probably favor a Manchester City overall in terms of winning the league? Because we got um, yeah. Liverpool to win the league are plus 165. So, Yeah, I mean, like as I mentioned to start this, Liverpool has – they've got a pretty tough – I mean, these two teams are going to meet in – what is it? In a, in a week next Saturday in the FA Cup semifinals. So they're both – you know, they're both going into the quarterfinal – Champions League games, and then they're playing each other the next, the following weekend in the FA Cup semifinals. Liverpool then uh, play Manchester United, Everton, which is, you know, that could be, you never know what those games, those are always little funkies, but uh, Everton are pretty down bad right now. And then Liverpool, you know, they got Newcastle, Tottenham, Aston Villa, Southampton, and um, and they end the season with Wolves. So, like, that's not, that's a, a pretty tough schedule. It was looking at cities earlier. It seems a little bit more friendly, um, but yeah, just yeah, like home just, matches against Brighton and Watford kind of stand out, and like they're home against Newcastle and Villa, whereas Liverpool are away to those teams. So yeah, yeah. So I just think even I mean Liverpool has to win this game to like either gain a mental, ed- you know, a, a little bit of a mental edge um, over City, where it's like okay, but then they still have to go out and win like seven more games. It's you know, I, I think even despite what happens in this match, like there's, there's still a lot of a lot of games to be played, and even if they do win, there's nothing saying that there's gonna they're gonna like you know make it what like 17 straight Premier League wins, which would be insane. Um, so I think you know there, there's probably points to be dropped at least for Liverpool somewhere, and then City, you know, they're just such a well-oiled machine. I, I still think even if they do lose this game, they've got a good chance to win it, and they probably. You know, if I was going to bet on it, they probably still will. But uh, yeah, I think I, I took Liverpool to win the Premier League. You know, preseason at like plus five sixty was so. And I, I got to double check on that, but I got a, got them in a couple places to win the league. So we'll see. Do you put anything into? Uh, yeah, actually, I forgot. I have uh, Liverpool at like plus five hundred to win the league. Actually, from like before the season. But do you put anything into the Manchester City Tottenham match from a little bit ago where? Like Tottenham just got those three goals off the counter. Uh, like, do you think you think something similar could happen just because Liverpool are, you know, just as good off the counter as uh, Tottenham? Oh, yeah. I mean, both both the like City play. I mean, they both play like a possession style. They both have the quality to do that. But when you got, you know, whether it's Kevin De Bruyne running at you on the counter and you're Joel Matip or your Mo Salah and Amerik Laporte is like sitting back there. That's just so tough to defend any way you slice it. So I think there's going to be a plenty of space for goals. And like, it's, like I said, four of these past five matches have been over the four goals are over. So it wouldn't be, you know, wouldn't be crazy to see some of those opportunities like come to fruition. Right. I mean, you also have, like I mentioned that Tottenham match and, you know, Ruben Diaz played in that match. He's not going to be playing in this one. So that's, you know, that's another thing to consider that, uh, Manchester City, while they haven't been allowing goals, like now uh, these guys are going to be under pressure. Stones and Laporte together, or Nathan Ake, if, if he plays, uh, they're going to be under uh, more pressure than they have been uh, the past two months or past month, however long Ruben Diaz has been out. So, uh, But I guess unless you have anything else to say, we could probably get into your best bet because it is with this game. So, Yep, everything I just said, City are a great team. They're playing at home. They uh, are in great form, but uh, you know, anytime you can get Liverpool double chance, 
at minus 125, which I think this podcast considers the cusp of a decent bet. Uh, I'm going to do it. So I'm taking Liverpool double chance. That's a draw or a win at minus 125. You can never get those odds on on a team like that. So, um, yeah, I I think this one plays to a draw, but uh, if it were, you know, still cash out there on the win but uh, that's where i'm gonna go this weekend uh betting a little bit with my heart there but also on a team that's won 10 straight premier league matches and is in really good form overall so that's where i'm at yeah you can never get liverpool at 120 minus 125 double chance but you can also never get manchester city at plus 105 at home so Yeah, uh, so Chris won his, both his best bets last week, and, so, you know, I can't really say anything. I can't remember the last time I won a best bet, so <laughs> I guess uh, I, I had a parlay last week. My parlay involved Chelsea to win. They they lost. They lost at home 4-1 to Brentford. Uh, they, they changed their formation for unclear reasons. Um, I maybe would have second-guessed that after seeing the formation and, and what they put out there, but you know, that was last week. And instead of, as I said, I had, I had trouble finding, you know, good bets throughout the slate for this week. And I came upon one that I kind of like that isn't a side. It's not an over-under. I'm going over 10 and a half corners between Chelsea and Southampton. Uh, so, that, you know, this is kind of a different bet than what we've pretty much been using all season on this podcast. But... You look at so the last team these teams played, it was in the EFL Cup. They had 19 corners between them. Sure, that was in October, but uh, pretty much every every match Southampton have at least six corners about. They're third in the league in corners taken. Chelsea are fourth in the league in corners taken. Um, Southampton had six corners in the recent match against Manchester City. Like If you can get six corners against Manchester City, you can get six corners against Chelsea. And the other side of that, then you only need five corners from Chelsea. And, you know, that's possible. The only way this ma- this doesn't hit, I think, is if it's scoreless and neither team is really pushing. I think if either side goes up a goal, no matter what side it is, the other team will just be pressing and that'll allow for corners. And I, there's another number. I, it's not my best bet, but it kind of stood out to me when just when looking at the odds. Uh, Southampton are plus 950 uh, to get in a race to nine corners, the first team to get nine corners. Those are huge numbers for Southampton who have had double digit corners in a few, a few of the recent games. So like in that situation, it's like Chelsea, maybe they score in like the 10th minute. And then you have maybe 80 minutes of Southampton just pressing. And like, if they get nine corners, you're getting plus nine fifty odds, which is pretty wild. Just, Again, Southampton are third in the league in corners taken. So, like James Ward-Prowse, corner master, set-piece master. Uh, but, yeah, over 10.5 corners, minus 105. We usually don't have corner bets on here, but what do you think about that? I love that? it. I love there it. We go. A little, you know, add something that we haven't done in the past and give a little more value. Um, yeah, interesting bet. <laughs> Tough against a team like Chelsea, who, who might see most of the ball. But I'm, I'm intrigued by that one. Um, just, yeah, just a little weary on the, on the Chelsea, like just being you know, likely going to see a lot of the ball, whereas it might be tough for Southampton to like get that many corners. But. Yeah. But you say that and then like they lose to Brentford, uh, 
<laughs> and then Brentford, Brentford. How many seven, how many corners did Brentford have? Brentford had seven corners and twenty nine percent possession. Okay, all right. So so let's let's do a little correlation here. Southampton gets like thirty five percent possession, and we're up to like we're up to almost nine and a half there. I think. I mean, I think that's all. That's you a little quick. Know. That's some probably inaccurate quick math, but that's, <laughs> but, uh, that's that's where we're at. So let me, if they get even 60-40, we got a good chance at it. Yeah, let me uh, – how many corners Brentford are – Brentford are last in the league in corners taken, and they wow. had they had seven at Chelsea last week with 29% possession. Do we, do we – on the Roto-Wire cheat sheets, do we have – I know we have, like, team, uh, conceded – you know, you can go into the cheat sheet and you can go like conceded scoring chances or like conceded blocks, like aka this team forces the most amount of blocks. Is there do we have corners on that or corners one? That would be interesting to see. Um, that would be a, maybe maybe we get the tech team involved here and uh, see if we can't update that. But like just a team that forces the most amount of corners is uh, would be an interesting. Yeah, that seems like stats something we here. should add here. Now that I'm, yeah. we have the team conceded stats per match, but corners are not on there. We just have crosses. Okay. Yeah, I mean, because then at least you see, like, okay, Chelsea actually give up way more corners than we than we think they do. You know, just given their possession style. But yeah. Thing to potentially add. That's a good one to file away for for a summer summer stat tinkering there. Yes, definitely. <laughs> All right, so that is it. We got everything. We got a little bit of Manchester City, Liverpool. Chris's best bet is Liverpool double chance at minus 125. I took over 10 and a half corners between Chelsea and Southampton. That's minus 105. And I'm going to, personally, I'm going to sprinkle on. Uh, sprinkle. Plus 950, Southampton, first team to nine corners in that match. Uh, plus plus 950. 950. Like, that's, you know, wow. bet 10, win 95. That's pretty solid return there. So, you know, just in terms of our our podcast here, bet 100, win 950. That's how we do it. So, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, Chris, thanks for joining me. Uh, this has been Game Week. 32 talking kits and wagers. You can find Chris at chron8 on Twitter. I am at Roto Zadroik. Again, we both work and write at rotowire.com. Yes, Rotowire. Check it out, soccer. Uh, rotowire.com slash soccer trial, free 10 day trial, no credit card required. And hey, it's going to be a fun weekend. Manchester City, Liverpool. Uh, man, that's. I don't know. I'm going to say, I'll give a goal prediction here. I will say three. This seems like a lot, but I'm going to say three, two. It seems like a big total here, but three, two, Manchester City. That was my first thought. Mo Salah hat trick off the bench. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it's going to be two. I think it's going to be two, two. Um, And maybe Salah gets one off the bench. But I think my, my biggest take is Salah off the bench. But, yeah, I'm looking for a draw here. There we go. Going for the draw. I'm going Man City win. And plus 950 South Afton Corners. All right, Chris, thanks for joining me. We'll see everyone next week for Gaming 33. Thanks, Adam.